what is up? Who is back? What is up, you guys? Um, Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of Servant Sonic. I'm your host, Jake, and I'm joined as always by my two friends and co-hosts, Hunter and Lee. What's up, Hunter and Lee? Yo, how's it going? What is good? How are you? We back. We back, baby. Full family. Full family this episode. This is the OGs are back in the house for this episode. Yo. Yeah. Whoa. Never forget it. We were here when this shit was just start starting out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Keep in mind, we, we started this shit. Yo, you uh, missed us. Don't even lie. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You're totally. probably yeah, thinking to yourself... Um, Totally, the, well, totally, the listener, yeah. the listener probably is wondering like where the frick of my episodes been. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and maybe we should yeah. explain that we and maybe my they know this. My mom's been but, pissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been oh like, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's come up here like, what whoa. the fuck? Reach yeah, out. What are you guys doing? Yeah. Withholding yeah. your allowance. Yeah, she's like, mm, you're not getting your ten dollars. <laughs> this is how you I get, get paid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> But let's explain that that. that's that's less than minimum wage. Anyways, continue on. (laughs) Um, We should explain that um, the reason uh, the episodes have been a little bit sporadic um, is that we have all gone back to school. A plus. Yep, that's it. A plus. Moving around. A minus. Yo. B plus. plus. What's the difference between A minus and a B plus? I don't know. C minus, boom. Something like school. that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, I myself, uh, I was a Guelph boy, have moved to the giant city of Toronto. I got to see Lee in person. He is twice as attractive as I realized. Yeah. Um, and yeah. No, and so you we're should see back. me in person, guys. Ugh. <laughs> I, yeah, actually, so, I actually was like the first one I was choking on the water there that I was just drinking and then I was like I gotta go with it I just gotta get as gross as I possibly can so yeah. I fulfilled you it pretty gross. Bit. I fulfilled no yeah, that's yeah. good like, that's good yeah when it goes yeah, down yeah. the wrong pipe or you, you could yeah, go so. gross you could go grosser than that yeah yeah but like it's what is it right now you could like sip it, clo- <clears throat> sip it closer to the microphone you could do that yeah a water ASMR yeah exactly <laughs> not our first not our first trip down ASMR and that is oh, another no. <laughs> another difference with this episode is that uh, we're recording today at noon. We usually do our recordings later into the evening. Um, yeah. So I had to wake up earlier for this one than right. I usually do. Like, yeah, like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. At 12? Yeah, this was an early noon? start. Yeah, this is like because right halfway through my general slumber. But I'm also on okay. mountain time. So it's noon for you guys. It's right. 10 for me. Right. Oh man! So now I feel just—I yeah. just feel bad. There's no excuses because Jake is like mm-hmm. up earlier. So look at that. The early bird yeah. gets the worm, you guys, and it That's takes it. discipline. It does. Waking up it at does. the crack of nine. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're the best. But of us. so, yeah. <laughs> um, this is also another another super special episode because today is today is the day that uh, at least one person has been waiting for. It right. is the uh, certified lover boy review and head to head. Yeah, this versus is the head to head battle. Yeah, rumble in the yeah. cast. Oh yeah. man, yeah, rumble in uh-huh, the pod. Uh-huh. It's maybe you might have heard of it. It's uh, probably the biggest rap beef 
um, since. <sighs> What's the let's, frame of reference on that? Yeah, let's, I'm say, actually curious. T- let's say Tupac Biggie. I think. Really? Whoa. In, ter- in terms of, well, no, it's probably Nas and Jay Z. Mm, yeah. In terms, of, in terms of like, yeah, in terms of like huge superstars, it's probably Nas and Jay Z. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna do we're getting it. Getting into it. Yeah. What what everybody wants is us talking about it. <laughs> You've been waiting right. so long. That's right. Yeah, they're like audience for, to hear this episode right now. Can't wait now. to hear your guys' opinions on, on that. On the edge of your heard. seat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah so so what? Yeah. Why don't we get get right into it? Why don't we start with the first song? Okay. What is which the first is? Song? <laughs> 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 so it's been a while since we've done this. Yeah. It's been uh, a while. The first song uh, that we're going to play for y'all today is Fair Trade featuring Travis Scott off of Certified Lover Boy. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Feeling young, but they treat me like the OG. And they want the tea on me, I swear these bitches nosy. Said he put some money on my head, I guess we gon' see. I won't put no money on his head, my niggas owe me. I gotta be single for a while, you can't control me. Uno bills, trace in a race, they can't hold me. And I show my face in a case, so you know it's me. Imitation isn't flattery, it's just annoying me. And I'm too about it. And the dirt that they threw on my name turned to soil, and I grew up about it. Time for y'all to figure out what y'all gon' do about it Big wheels keep rolling, rolling I'm outside, 29, G5, Seaside I've been losing friends and finding peace But honestly, that sound like a fair trade to me If I ever heard one and I'm still here Outside, frontline, Southside I've been losing friends and finding peace Honestly, that sound like a fair trade to me Look, don't invite me over if you throw another pity party Looking back, it's hard to tell you where I started I don't know who love me, but I know that it ain't everybody I can never love her, she a busybody Baby, if you want me, can't be turning up with everybody Nah, can't be fucking on this anybody Yeah, I got feelings for you, that's the thing about it Yeah, you know that it's something when I sing about it yeah, mama used to be on disability, but gave me this ability And now she walking with her head high and her back straight I don't think you feeling me, I'm out here Being everything they said I wouldn't be or couldn't be I don't know what happened to them guys that said they would be I said, see you at the top and they misunderstood me I hold no resentment in my heart, that's that maturity And we don't keep it on us anymore, it's with security I'm outside, 29, G5 Seaside, I've been losing friends and finding peace But honestly, that sound like a fair trade to me If I ever heard one and I'm still here Outside, frontline, Southside I've been losing friends and finding peace Honestly, that sound like a fair trade to me
did The guy that repaid me back, now following my rib Tell me what type of payment is that I put that on my kid And my trust, yeah, it is what it is And I'm outside, 29, G5, Seaside I've been losing friends and finding peace But honestly, that sound like a fair trade to me If I ever heard one and I'm still here Outside, front line, south side I've been losing friends and finding peace Honestly, that sound like a fair trade to me That's it. There you there go. You have it. It's Fair a track. trade. Yeah, it Fair is a track. trade. And, and uh, what you heard on there was a sample from uh, CDW, Charlotte Day Wilson, who we've talked about Yo. on the podcast before, a Toronto local. Sure have. Sure have. She's also, here's a fun fact. She's uh, the cousin of one of like the OVO co-founders. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So a little, a little OVO connection. Charlie Wilson. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You want to, yeah. <laughs> yep. You got it. <laughs> Nailed yeah, it. Why not? Honestly, you sure, that, you that, sure did. that sample, that little, uh, that little, uh, cute little sample is probably one of the highlights <laughs> on the album. Straight up, it's the best For part me? of the song. <laughs> 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 it is. It is the best part of the song. I know. I know. Um, but uh, so I don't know. I, I kind of chose that song strictly for that sample. I think the song, you know, the content, like lyrically, um, you know, some similar themes that are sort of reoccurring to the album, like the no friends in the industry vibe of like, I'm out here getting betrayed um, and I don't have time for it anymore. Uh, and that's cool. Um, it's wrong though, right? Like he's got so yeah. many people on this album. Yes. You know, um, that's something, yeah, that's something like the, 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 the believability of the narratives on this album are, are something that I think we should talk about. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, maybe just to keep it, um, uh, on the praise side of things right now, I, uh, I right. do. Uh, I do think this out. This track, uh, you know, bangs to some extent. Like, it's got a nice beat. Um, the sample really pops. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drake sounds, you know, like himself. Um, Travis Scott. It's a decent verse. Um, so yeah, I, I I fuck with the song. I've put it on a few times. Yeah, it's got the. Uh same sort of appeal like to a lesser degree i think um but it, it's got a similar appeal to sicko mode when these guys do mm. that for so you think so just, well it's got the beat switch right like there's three there's oh, kind yeah. of three different mm, yeah. sections in the song which is kind of like right. similar to sicko mode but i think sicko mode just did it on like a grander scale and yeah to be, to be frank a lot yeah. better 
But yeah, the, um, yeah I, I do think, yeah, Fair Trade stands as one of the highlights of this album, for sure. But, I guess I thought that, that, that yeah, because it's the same guys that did Sicko Mode, and maybe exactly, yeah. perhaps Sicko Mode set the bar so, so fucking high... That maybe yeah. for this one, for me, it's like, it's good. Like, I like the beat switches, uh, Charlotte Day Wilson, of course. Um, but yeah, maybe to me, it kind of falls short because it's like, hey, these are the same guys that did Sicko Mode. But it seems know? like it should maybe hit a higher high. And, yeah. and maybe that's just like more of a commentary on the album of, as a whole. So I remember I listened to this thing at like 3 a.m. the first time because it came out. Okay. Came out like two and I was still awake and I was like, why not? <clears throat> sure. And, uh, I remember thinking like I really want to like this like I really want this to be good because like it yeah, would be great to yeah. have like a like a genuine like head to head which you know what we're going to talk about later with with Kanye mm-hmm. and whatnot like it would be great to really have like these two like heavy hitting albums going back and forth right mm-hmm. um, and there was just moments like this where you have a song where you have two of the biggest stars in hip hop right now on the same track Wonder Girl is on production. She's one of the most sought after producers in hip hop right now as well. And just kind of is like, oh, like this is like, it, it sort of feels like there could have been something really spectacular about this song. And it just felt like, I don't know what's missing, but there's something in my opinion. Hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I so I wanted, I wanted to ask you guys, what do you think Drake does really well on this album? Like what are the highlights oh. just in terms of, of 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 Drake's, uh, uh, I don't know, like style. Drake, Drake specifically, or like, yeah. are, are we talking about the album? Well, I guess the album. Um, but uh, <laughs> like when I say Drake, I mean like the entire Drake product. Like what is working okay. on this album? Um, lots of the features are great. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what, I, that's what I'm trying to clarify because I, I do think yeah like I don't know if Drake out raps anyone on this album once um, or like outperforms like I think even in the moments where it's like kind of like tongue-in-cheek which which like you can get you can pretty much bank on that for a Drake album there's at least one tongue-in-cheek like kind of like banger and we've, we've got that in way too sexy yep um, that's it. and I think like both future and and thug outshine him on that um and yeah like i don't know in, in terms of what i think drake does well he does a really good job i think like sticking to this like character that he's built um but i think and what does that also, entail though what what is the character entail well, it's like this whole, like that? like this whole like lover boy like like slash fuck boy vibe that he's doing right like of like you know like i'm i'm sought after i don't have to seek you know sort of vibe yeah yeah um but i also think it's kind of the detriment of the album too like in a weird way like i'm saying i'm saying like what i'm saying is he does a really good job at like continuing this whole like i'm the like mob boss of of popular hip-hop but like i just don't know if it's like actually accurate it's like you're a dad now <laughs> like you've, you've, yeah you've i was got, gonna say like you know the, the whole the whole like i'm a tough fuck boy yeah and hunter and i were talking about this a little bit earlier that like it's like i don't i just don't buy that like 
him talking yeah. about like sending people after you if you fuck with him it's like yeah bro like nobody believes you yeah yeah like, it's like he's know, playing gangster you yeah. seem like a really kind of sweet man child who gives great hugs in that turtleneck <laughs> and like knife talk is almost laughable yeah you know yeah. like it just comes across as so disingenuous and also like like kind of like what you're saying it's like we've heard that these um uh types of verses from drake since he was like 26 or whenever he he came out right and now he's 35 and a dad and nothing has changed like yeah. mm. he's still totally. doing the exact like he sounds the exact same the songs sound the exact same mm-hmm. um, you're, you're like you're getting into something I made note of and I, I would love to ask it right now because I think like it, it, it's an interesting thought process so there's three things that I asked myself what is different in this album what's different for Drake what's different for music and then what's different for mainstream like pop and hip hop if you want to think of it like that. Right. Like what right. what has been done differently on this album for all three of those like stakeholders? And it's like tough to answer. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I yeah, think I guess um, that, well, getting that, back Oh go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say that was kind of what I was trying to get to and asking the question like what is Drake doing really well on this album? Is right. like I think I was really trying to ask like does this stand out in any way? Um, and I think I think we all really wanted it to stand out. Yeah. Um, because totally. of There's all so the hype. hype. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it, it, it really could have... Like, this could have come out at any point in, in Drake's career. And I think, you know, maybe 10 years ago, people would have been like, wow, or whatever. Like, you know, even a few years ago, a couple years ago, people sure. would have been like, wow, this is great. Um, but now it's, 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 it's just so kind of been done. Like, Mm -hmm, you know, when Drake first came out, it was a very different thing for him to be like singing on tracks and like, it was like a new flavor. Yeah. And now we've been force fed that flavor, you know, for whatever, 10, eight, 10 years. Yeah. And nothing new about it. It's it's well and that's the common thing that's the common thing that I've heard of like a lot of people have been saying like like all the songs kinda of, like a lot of his songs sound the same and then what stops someone from let's say I could throw on any song like a lot of the songs from this record onto let's say a different Drake album. Would there mm-hmm. be any would there be any like oh I know that that's from this, you know, and maybe that's not the case. Right. I thought that maybe uh, in me kind of, you know, g- getting into this, I-, I thought like the beats are good. Some of the beats are like really good. Um, in like what Lee was saying, he gets like a lot out of his guests. Like, but at the same time, I feel like his guests kind of, they, they, they overshine him, you know, when mm-hmm. it's his album, like the guests do a much better job than maybe his performances on tracks. Uh, but mm-hmm. that's just me, you know. I don't know mm-hmm. what your guys' thoughts on that are. Yeah, no, like, so for me, like, uh, like trying to keep with the same sort of mindset of uh, 
of like what are the positives. I agree. Like I think the beat selection is really good um, mm-hmm. for a good chunk <laughs> of the album. Yeah, yeah. Well, what are the positives? Yeah. Yeah. Let's get talking first. I do. Yeah. I do think the beat selection is really good, and like I, I would be shocked if Drake didn't have like a significant hand in that. I know that he's had a significant hand in that in the past on, on other albums he's worked on. So, um, so yeah, like that's that's a credit to Drake for sure. Do I think the beats are like, you know, some of the best of his career, or do I think they're gonna like alter the trajectory of where his career is going, or like anything like that? Like, no, I don't think. Like we're we're not getting we're not getting a sicko mode, you know, which like I know isn't Drake's song, but like you get what I'm saying. Like there's not yeah, something like yeah. that that's gonna like be the song of the summer. I don't think I don't think he has that on here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think there's like a lot of really like interesting beats that like just maybe aren't like kind of the mainstream type. Um, and I think that uh, he has always been really good at trying to include Canadian artists on his album and give them mm-hmm. highlights when he can. Um, but Charlotte Day Wilson sample and like actually having like, like a piece of mountains play at the end. Like mm-hmm. it's not like just a chopped up sample. Like it's very clear that that's Charlotte Day Wilson. Um, so that's cool. Yeah, like, give him credit there. Yeah. yeah you got to give credit for that. That's kind of like a pay it forward type thing. Uh, yeah, and then, definitely. you know, wonder girl, she's, at this point, you can't even say up and coming. She's she's arrived, but she's uh, she's a, a female producer in a male dominated industry, um, in one of the most like aggressive types of of uh, of music right now, like in trap, and she's she's on the record, so it's uh, it's good. I know that they've worked together before, but it's just good to see her like continuing to be on on these projects because she deserves it. And I think she like I think she like won producer of the year this year, the Junos or something like that. So she's. Uh, yeah, she's great. But so things like that. And, and I, I do like the sample selections in a lot of them. And I don't know if that's a tribute to Drake or a tribute to, you know, whichever producer, but like the team uh, with sh- champagne poetry. Like, I love that Masigo. That's a sample. good song. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like that song. I, I love Masigo. So that's cool. Or Masego. Or I don't even know how, how to say the name properly, but that sample's awesome. Masigo. Um, Mass ago, uh, that sample's awesome, and uh, yeah. So there's there's a couple different samples like that, and like the like going back to way too sexy, like the right said Fred is like a funny sample too, and like just like have that like song like unearthed for a new generation is funny. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. like the, these are the things I like for sure. Um, I give kudos to the video for way too sexy because they're really not taking <laughs> yeah. themselves seriously, and I thought well done. You know what, Kawhi well, Leonard. That- Shout yeah. out Kawhi Leonard being in the video too. <laughs> yeah. I'm all about that. Um, I thought I gave him yeah. props for the video. I'm like, oh, you know what? The video is hilarious. So, yeah, I guess it's just like, yeah, if, if that's the highlight of the album, it's just oh, like, it's not. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, if the highlight of the album yeah. is like this goofy music video, yeah, that's a good you point. Know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's that's my thoughts on the things I like for sure. Jake, thoughts you like, things you like? I I think I've said as much as as I can about um, what really stands out positively for me. Yeah. Um, to be honest, like I've I've listened to this album all the way through once, and to listen to like chunks of it at, at other times. Um, mm-hmm. Really, kind of just in preparation for this episode like not out of a genuine interest for the work um (laughs) which like i hate to say that 
because you know yeah. Drake yeah. being a Canadian artist, being you know, based on the fact on the that we don't, he is. yeah, 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 um, and that we don't really want to make a habit of of taking down, yeah, artists totally. on this totally. podcast. Um, definitely, definitely. You know, I I I've done what I can to <laughs> try to love this album. I I, I have. So I have listened all the way through probably probably three or four times at this point. And I was just like before I even like I had I had a feeling we were probably gonna do like since we did the Donda episode, I had a feeling that Certified Lover Boy episode would probably materialize at some point in some form. Um so maybe that was part of it, but like I was just like trying really hard. I was like, there's something I can I can scratch out here, right? Um but yeah, I it, it's and we'll get into this when we talk about the Donda stuff too. It's almost like a reverse uh, with Donda, whereas like I w- I would listen to it and at first I was kind of like oh okay like I, I need a second to like digest that and then yeah it had me going back more and more the more I listened um, right whereas like the more I listened to Certified Lover but I got tired <laughs> you know yeah totally yeah, yeah. I, I was CD. walking down the street I I overheard somebody um like singing uh way too sexy. Yeah. Okay. And I was so embarrassed for them. <laughs> <laughs> what part was it? Do you remember? It was the hook. It was the hook. Oh, boy. I'm I was like, too sexy for uh, you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, with that, uh, should we move on to the next track? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> and then we can uh, do a little bit more uh, yeah. uh, deep dive into CLB. So the next one we have here is Pipe Down um, Drake, Certified Lover Boy. I'm working on dying. Said you belong to the streets, but the streets belong to me. It's like home to me. It's like home to me. I tatted your passport up, now it's looking like a home sleep. Just know that was all me. And when you see Chanel, I wish that's how you saw me. That shit you tell Chanel, I wish that's how you call me. That raw shit, that honesty, yeah. You know I love you more than all them niggas put together. And it's a lot of niggas trust I put the list together. And it's a lot just to assume we're meant to be together. You gotta live that shit for real, you can't just say whatever. You can never tell nobody that you held me down. If it was ride or die, then you should've been dead right now. So I don't care how you're yelling at me. How much I gotta spend for you to pipe down? How deep I gotta dig for you to pipe down? All the things I've done up until right now I need a thousand pages just to write it down Writing down these feelings, it's been overdue Don't know how many pens it's gonna take to get over you How much I got a pen for you to pipe down How deep I gotta dig for you to pipe down Tried to run it back a hundred times The world is yours, but the city's mine I can't believe you put it on your mother's life Can't even look at me, he fell off twice And I'm back 
popping. I still remember the day I saw you. I was on your ass like back pockets. Niggas love to hate, but what is that stopping? So much shit I wanted to say. Straight to your face. But you're so two-faced that I don't know which face. You're the reason we'll be going separate ways. You're the reason we cannot communicate. It's not the things you say, it's what you don't say. I'm not in your way, in your own way. So I don't care how you're yelling at me. How much I gotta spend for you to pipe down? How deep I gotta dig for you to pipe down? All the things I've done up until right now. I need a thousand pages just to write it down. Writing down these feelings, it's been overdue. Don't know how many pens it's gonna take to get over you. How much I gotta pen for you to pipe down? How deep I gotta dig for you to pipe down? Well, actually, let me open it up with this because we're getting into it now. I find, you know, we'll get into the feud and hip hop because I find that stuff fascinating. As I was talking with Jake earlier, but maybe this is a question for both of you. My fascination with Drake is this question. Um, so, of course, you know, his numbers are crazy. You know, he supports up and coming artists. When you have a Drake feature, you know, you're going to probably skyrocket, probably. Um, he he's echoed this on verses, you know, so he knows where he's at in the game. But at the same time, who I've talked to a lot of people, and uh, shout out to one of my buddies, Seb. But he was saying, it's like, why? Or I guess my question is, someone that is so successful, but at the same time, there's a level of disrespect when it comes to maybe the community of hip-hop about Drake and maybe its integrity about maybe the lyrics or something like that? Or my question for you is why is that? Why is that that maybe there's that level of maybe like the, the disrespect for Drake, but yet he's that successful? What do you guys think? Are you meaning like disrespect to Drake from other musicians or from listeners? I think listeners. I want to hear the listeners first because there's some certain where it's like, you know, where it's like, let's say if I, and maybe this is a generalization, but come at times where it's like, oh, who's your favorite in hip hop? And someone replies Drake. And then there's that kind of that connotation that comes with, comes with it where it's like, okay, so you only like the top 40 because Drake is so like a monopoly on the radio charts, right. probably. Well, Billboard as well, like all music charts, right? So I guess what's the... Is there integrity in the music? Like maybe, or also maybe it, it stems to hip hop. Like why is he beefing with so many people? Right. I think part of it, uh, some of the reason for the shade that Drake gets, um, uh, like it's a bit kind of maybe problematic in, in that people have an idea of where rappers are supposed to be come from and right. that they are hip hop is supposed to represent something that Drake at least from 
kind of most people's perspective doesn't come from that place. Like for one, you know, just being Canadian, I think that there's uh, some shit because, you know, especially in the States, I think some people have like an idealized view of what Canada is like and they don't realize that, you know, Toronto is, you know, like any big city, there's there's some spots in that in that city where, you know, shit happens. Um, mm-hmm. And so that there's an aspect to it that's like that. Also, the fact that he started out as an actor and was on Degrassi. Like, you know, some of the all-time greats of hip-hop, you know, that have been as popular or almost as popular as Drake in the past came from a really different place um, than than kind of starting out with maybe a bit of a silver spoon, which is, I think, the way that a lot of people viewed Drake's upbringing, which might not be completely accurate. Um... So, yeah, there's some of that. And then also, like you said, like, he's, like, very top 40, um, like, all over the charts. And, uh, you know, some people just have a problem with that inherently. Like, if something's popular, like, I'm kind of like that. Like, I think it's almost like a responsibility of people to criticize whoever is, you know, kind of at the peak because what they say and do has such a big impact um and yeah i don't know i'm kind of rambling i don't know if lee has anything to add i think i think that's fair i like i think yeah i don't know like criticizing where someone's from um based off of like the music that they create i think is like a valid form of criticism to an extent uh, depending on who it is that you're criticizing. Um, like, I think if there's like a white rapper for like, if there's like machine gun Kelly and you're criticizing where he's from and all this shit, it's like, yeah, like fair. Like you are like a culture vulture just inherently like what you're doing. Um, and like being like mindful of like the space that you, like currently hold like in like the hip hop community or whatever is like a white rapper or something like that. It's like way different than like considering like the space, like a black artist holds in the same environment. So, um, and like how you got that space while you're there, shit like that, like that matters. But I think in in terms of Drake, like I I don't think it's fair necessarily. Um, but like, it's not just Drake that experiences that, which is something that I think is like important to like, maybe like declare to like Very childish true. Gambino. <laughs> like yeah. that's the same yeah. fucking shit. Um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. their music isn't that dissimilar, right? Like, um, obviously Drake does it at like a way bigger scale, but like, uh, like childish Gambino, like is constantly like fighting the, like you're not a rapper, a real rapper, like type rhetoric as well, which I don't think is fair either. Um, and they have similar backgrounds in terms of like, you know, actor to musician arc um mm-hmm. and yeah like wasn't wasn't known for playing like hard characters or anything like that on tv like he was in like community and shit like that right so i don't know like for me for me it comes down to like um i think drake like gets some flack that is like undeserved 
from like a community of people that have like a purist idea of what hip hop should be, which is like, right. just in my opinion, like kind of closed minded. Um, but I think he gets some well-deserved flack um, for like portraying a person he's not. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like yeah. a lot of the time. Insincere. It comes across very insincere. And I think cocky, that's, maybe. well, no, that's super clear on this, on this album. Like the insincere, yeah the insincere part and there's like a complete lack of vulnerability with that. And I think that's yeah. what like yeah. really stunts the growth of lots of his records um, and like him as an artist. And that's mostly what I think people like hate on Drake for. It's just like, okay, like we're like, what are we talking about? At this well, maybe point? you can, you can clarify for me, but like I've heard in passing of like, like he ghost writes a lot. I mean, of course, probably a lot of people do it in the industry. Yeah. Um, but like I heard a lot of that and then, um, or yeah, that, I he, guess, that he has ghost writers. You mean? Yeah. That he has ghost writers. Mm-hmm. Um, or that he starts the beef and then he, and then he'll complain about when like he gets attacked <laughs> essentially. Um, mm-hmm. we can probably get into that a little more later. Um, but I know that in terms of the hip hop, uh, like community, or it's basically like lore essentially. Where I think he called out, you know, and we'll get into the Kanye beef, but um, of course, uh, Pusha T being uh, with writing uh, the story of Adidon, which I think is talking about uh, Drake's son that was um, yeah. not planned with an adult the film the- star. Yeah, that's like an infamous thing yeah. that's been brought out. Um, but yeah, and, and I totally agree. I think it's, yeah, it's that lack of insincere. It's like, for for example, no friends in the industry. But then you do a song with like, you know, half of, you know, you do a song with like, you know, Cuddy and, and you're doing, it's like, no, there's a Scott, lot of features. Yeah, Ross, Scott, Wayne. Ross. It's like, no, it's like, yeah. that's, it's kind of like contradicting what you're saying, right? Totally. So, yeah. Yeah. That was an odd one yeah. for me. And like that, honestly, that's one of the songs I, I like more on the album, but I'm just like, it, it, yeah, there's it's like good. a level that it's I can't get It's got some fire into. verses. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got some fire verses, but I think maybe, yeah, I think, and someone actually outlined it to me. I don't know if you guys agree. We can get more into it. But someone said that, you know, Drake is maybe really good at putting up the numbers, but in terms of maybe art, maybe not so much. Would yeah. you guys agree with that? I, I have a thing when we get to the Kanye, like the Donda CLB thing that sure. I'll get into this. But with me, it's like, does he have a vision? You know what mm, I mean? Like, is there a yeah, vision yeah. that he's executing when he puts out a project? Because this is not the first time that we've mm. got a 20 some odd, like song album from Drake that just feels like, kind of all over the map and, and like, like a mixtape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels like it's like, okay, it's yeah, we've, and, and the only difference with this one, in my opinion, is it doesn't have the singles to support it. Right. Like at least with Scorpion, it's like, Hey, we know we're going to get nice for what we know that we're going to get God's plan. We know that we're going to get, you know what I mean? Like we know that there's going to be these songs on here that I'm going to love. And those can be like the tent poles of this album. And that, that's what can hold this up. And it was the same thing with uh, views, right. With like controller and one dance like, okay, like, I, I know I'm going to have these. These are the tent poles, and it's going to hold it up. But, like, I don't think this album has those tent poles. And I think it's just, like, a lack of vision. It's, like, 
I, I'm just confused as to what he was trying to achieve on the album. Was it, was he trying to like respond to the critiques of like his peers, like Pusha T and, and Kanye West? Because to me, the album is obsessed yeah, with that. I like agree it, with that. it comes off, it comes off as obsessed and, and it, like maybe not obsessed, mm-hmm. but it comes off as like, He's extre- hurt. He's clearly concerned. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's clearly <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. clearly at him because <laughs> yeah. no offense. There's there's like four songs dedicated to just rambling Kanye. Totally. Combine that with a bit a bit of Pusha T. So it's like it, you can tell that it's getting to him. And the right? Pusha T thing was like what 2018, 2017. Yeah. And he's still. I wonder. It's kind I of like he's still creating is... the beef and drama. Yeah. 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 I wonder if this is a symptom a bit of and maybe I'm totally wrong about this, but the fact that he does tend to have a lot of um writing collaborators or like ghost writers. Okay. At least when I listen to Drake, um when I hear a good line, I can't help yeah. but wonder who wrote that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. whereas when I listen to other rappers, I don't usually have that thought. You know, yeah, when yeah. Kanye has like a funny or like really good line, I'm like, that's got like that's gotta be Kanye. Yeah. yeah. You know? Or like or like when someone told me that Kendrick doesn't have ghostwriters, and I'm like, well he's there's a reason to me why he's on the throne of hip hop. Totally. Right? Yeah, I mean he doesn't yeah, have any and he's Holy got shit. and and, and in terms of like vision, his... yeah like Kendrick, yeah. his albums are the conceptual yeah. masterpieces. Yeah, um, totally. And I think that maybe this is a symptom for Drake of of having such a massive team to create the Drake brand is that right. then it comes across as like too many cooks in the kitchen. Like he needs an editor. Like you said, it's all over the place. Yeah, yeah he, he's probably missing a really good editor. Well, yeah. he desperately like, needs an editor. It's <laughs> like it's because it, to me, it's like, you know, there's there's symptoms there's on the album where it's like, OK, He's like, uh, it's clearly, it's like, okay, Drake's struggling with this. He's really sad. Or he has, he laments <laughs> about, you know, maybe uh, he's a, he's he's had relationships with fans instead of taking care of himself. But then there's like another side where it's like, yo, look at all the money I have. Look at like, like how much do I have to pay to pipe? You know, it's like, okay, it's like you're clearly at the top. But it's mm-hmm. like, how can I feel sorry when maybe people are struggling? Or it's like, maybe I would want to see a more vulnerable side to Drake. 100%. Like more, that, that's yeah, like, what I'm Give craving. me that. Yeah, like, give me that of what it's like I'm in the craving mind of you. just, like, a dose of reality. Like, exactly. Like, the thing, the things that we're missing, because, what, he brings up his son, I don't know, a handful of times in the album, right? Yeah, but that's like, it, though. When, like, like, that's a major life moment, right? And, like, yeah. obviously... Obviously, like the way it was exposed and everything is like riddled with controversy and all this shit because of story of Adam, blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, he like tried to address in like a fucking weird ass wonky way. But still, he tried to address on Scorpion like I wasn't hiding uh, you from the world. I was hiding the world from you. (laughs) Like whatever fucking I can't even remember what he said, but just like some that's like, uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, but it's like, okay, like whatever, like, like time has passed. Like now you can just like be proud of like the stage that you're at and you can like own that. And like that, that's the like next phase of your career is where you can go. Right. It's like being, being like this, uh, this like, not like necessarily family man. Cause like, I know he's not with, with the person, but like right. being a, a parent. Right. And it just feels like, like that stuff is like overshadowed, which is maybe kind of some poetry, uh, because it feels like added on is like shat overshadowed, like 
in Drake's life period. Right. Like it's like, we never hear about that kid. We never like, I mean, I don't see that. I, I don't, <laughs> maybe he no, posts yeah. him and shit like yeah. that. I'm sure he does. But I'm just, it, when I think of like, what's know. at the center of Drake's universe right now, it's not his fucking kid. When I think yeah. about that. And like, that's also apparent on the album. And it's just kind of like one sad for that kid, but like two, like, it's just like, okay, like, who are you? Like, who are you trying yeah, to be? Yeah. Like, what, what, what is the point of what you're saying? Like, what's important for you to say on this album? Like, what's important to you? Um, and if it's not like your kid, or if it's like not like this new stage in your life, like parenthood and all this shit, like, what is it? <laughs> and why isn't it? <laughs> Those other things, you know what I mean? I loved, I loved what you said. I loved how you said that because I think this was, to me, this was his chance. This was his yeah. chance to have that moment and to own it and be like, you know what? Like, maybe I messed up, but like, I'm a father now. I'm And like, getting into, like, getting into that mindset of like, just a sincere art piece, maybe a tribute to his son rather than like, what Jake was saying, I don't, I don't feel the change of him as a person. He's like, I still love to party. I still do this. I still have, you know, I still like to, like, I still love to party. So it's maybe like, maybe there's the thoughts of reflection, but it doesn't really come across in this album right. at all. It's like, me, really. just, just like, you know, eight, 10 years ago, the center yeah. of Drake's universe is beefs and texting yeah. and responding Models. to texts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, texting J-Lo and all that. Yeah, like, my, my question for Jake is, what does he want to be? Like, does he want to be the megastar? Me? I, I think I want to be <laughs> somebody that, or sorry, did you mean Drake? Did I say Jake? You said Jake. You did, oh, I did. You say Jake. I could see how you could make that mistake. Look. I thought you were Jake. asking him a question. So. Well, I, I'm... I'm super embarrassed about this. Uh, Jake, I know what you want to be. Bit of a Freudian a slip. I, yeah. I, know, I know what you want to be. You, you, you want to be a little buff boy. In a little buff boy body. <laughs> what is that? Oh, what is that? Come on. You don't have to be shy here. You're with friends. <laughs> Just a little buff boy in your little buff boy body. Anyway, um, oh. so Drake. What does Drake want to be? It's the question. And uh, the, like, like, does he want to be this, like, superstar, top of the world, like, I can have whatever I want, like, guy? Or does well, he want to be... Well, I think he's accomplished a, that. I think that's accomplished already. Yeah, but, like, if he wants to do that, then, like, oh, he's got to, okay. like... The vision outlined. Yeah, then he's got to, like, do that fully. Like, he can't be, like, mm. yeah, and, like, my son, you know, like, every now and again, <laughs> it's just, like... You know what I mean? It's like it's it, like he's got to yeah. he's got to choose a path. He can't have both, is what I'm saying. And mm -hmm. if that path is like, hey, like I'm going to be on top of the world, like no one can touch me, like I'm I'm living frivolously in all respects, mm -hmm. then do that. Um, and you know, be the Justin Bieber of hip hop. And then if you aren't going to do that though, like if you're going to go more into the thing of like talking about you know, your son and like the struggles that comes with parenthood and the struggles that comes with being a celebrity, trying to raise a child, shit like that. Awesome. But like actually fucking lean into that because just like referencing your son for a couple of lines in a song is like not, it's not cutting it. It's not, not it quite it's clearly. not actually vulnerable, right? It's like a lack of focus yeah. for the whole thing. It's yeah. like a, it's like a, it, it's, it seems like a obligatory, 
you know, more than it yeah. seems like it's coming from a place of, of writing about something that he is actually concerned about or cares about. Um, right. Which is, you know. Well, before we, we continue, should we, we try get into <laughs> yeah, the last track? Yeah, yeah, get to the last you one. You only live twice. Check Let's it. Let's do it. Certified lover boy. No, I'm never gang banging in my blue chucks. Money calling, so I do the deuce up. Yeah, they plotting on me, but they gotta do something. Told my dog to something just to shoot something. Left them niggas stretched out on the train tracks. Rather you than me, here come that payback. Got them looking for that paper that they can't tax. Yeah, yo, so clean, I told them call it Ajax. Hialeah celebrated when Fidel died. Patty LaBelle, who knew that we would sell pies? Standing on your own is when you realize. When all the lights go out, that's when you see the real guys. Back to the real niggas glowing in the dark. Never perfect, but you know a nigga hard. A rich nigga that'll pull him to the park. Get on one knee and tell the kids that they are stars. Bullet wounds don't be covered by Obamacare. Your funeral was way too soon as if your mama there. Real niggas deserve to live twice. Plastic fork and some fried rice. Yeah, 2.2 for the Raffia on the Dow. Don't act like you're happy for me now. Don't act like you wasn't praying for catastrophic collapses. Catalog is immaculate, still running the game. Don't ask me about the practice. Ho, you go on vacation. Don't ask me about relaxing. Not sure if you know, but I'm actually Michael Jackson. The man I see in the mirror is actually going platinum. Unthinkable when I think of the way these niggas been acting. Yo. I never did you nothing and you play like we family, huh? Next thing you wanna shoot me down, it can't be love. Not sure where you was trying to send it, it can't be up. That day you sounded like a bitch, you fancy, huh? Damn, how can I forgive like this? I gotta dead a lot of shit just to live like this. I had to fuck a lot of girls to get a kid like this. I had to get a lot of cribs to get a crib like this, nigga. That's why I'm moving all elusive These boys on their last resort and it's giving us all inclusive Been spazzing since CB was chunking up the deuces, nigga Your shit was boo-boo, excuses, excuses, nigga Man, speak the pussy, niggas, I just call it like I see it I ain't even looking, nigga I just walking like I speaking, I ain't speaking to them niggas I ain't stopping, I'm just greedy, all I eat is pussy, niggas Don't wanna see these pussy, niggas Y'all can't see me pussy, nigga You keep talking like you eating, I'ma feed you bullets, nigga I might even cook a nigga Shove an eight ball up a pussy like a fetus for me, nigga I got bitches doing lines, I'm a to some, nigga I got sentences to some time and it was easier than simple I'm so difficult to fathom like a fever in the winter I got women in the phantom with their cleavage out the window Long hair, lot of tats and I smell like the pack money Trail right on track with that big body made back like it's a little Pontiac All my chains are like snakes, that's some real diamond backs Pull my hammer out of pussy, pull her nails on my back I don't chill, I react on the scale, my pockets fatten to this wheel You like a ant, I'm a dog, if you a dog then pull your tail up out your ass And on this codeine, I'm a turtle with a shell, shock my ass I'm the hottest on the cell block, I promise I can fly to check my mailbox Invoices sounding like Jill Scott, pill pop, house in hitting heels on the hilltop Her ears pop, she lick my lollipop and my teardrops too Go, certified lover boy. You only live twice. 
Okay. The grass so, sounded great. Fire track. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So, that's a highlight for me. Yeah, for sure. Like I, uh, so so for me, like you're saying, that's a highlight on the album, and I, I agree with you. I think that's a highlight for me as well. Mm. On any other project, we would we accept that as like one of the two or three best tracks on the album. <laughs> like that sounds to me like a, like you know what I mean. Like that sounds Great to me question. yeah like a like six or seventh like hey i got these two guys on on the song like this is gonna attract some listens from like lil wayne and rick oh, yeah. being on there but like again like it, that's not gonna be like a radio play no no i mean like that's not gonna be like yeah. a song of the summer and this is like maybe the second or third best song in the album right it's like yeah yeah i don't know that's that's where i'm at with this <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree. No, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, one thing I will say is, like, I I feel like maybe maybe this is an unpopular opinion, but um, I like the last two songs we played played with uh, "Pipe Down" and uh, and with "He Only Lived Twice." They're they have like maybe like a more like like maybe a less. Um, like expected type production for a Drake song, if that makes sense. Um, like a little bit more like sample heavy. Right. Yeah. Um, and like, kind of like more like with, uh, with like, you know, like live instruments, like pipe down has like that great bass line, And, uh, with you only live twice. It has like very much like the early two thousands type, like let's just rap over like a looped little like sample. That's like glitchy and has like, you know, the boom bap drums. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest, like, I think maybe Drake, like, should do more stuff like that or, like, enlist more producers who, who are great at that. Because um, I am really just finding, like, the OVO, like, sound thing, like, with, like, 40 and all that shit, kind of one-toned yeah. Yeah, yeah, lately. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's part of this this album's problem, too, is, like, those 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 are few and far between for me. Those, like, kind of Or he's got, like... Or he's got like some R and B songs that are actually kind of decent. So it's yeah. like maybe do an R and B album, you know? Yeah. Maybe there's a direction you could go, you know? Yeah. With yeah. um with Get Along Better, and uh and F Fans. Those are the two. Yeah. 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 I yeah. feel you. M- uh, maybe we should email him and just let him know. <laughs> hey, <laughs> let him know. Have you considered R and B? Have you considered doing this with the weekend or something? Yeah, well, so Future came out with Future Hendrix a long time ago now, but uh, where it was just, like, two albums. He did, like, a double album. One was, like, his, like, R&B album, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, and the other one was, like, his rap album. And, like, I think, yeah, maybe Drake. Because if Drake wants to, like, fucking have, like, 25 songs on an album, that's a good way to do it, <laughs> you know? Like, split them up. <laughs> well, let me ask you, what's the better of the two right there? What was the better, rap or the, or the R&B? Uh, for future, yeah, yeah, yeah. In your opinion, in, in my personal opinion, was I enjoyed the R and B side better. But like the rap one yeah. is like where we got Mask Off from. And Mask right, Off right. was you know definitely one of the biggest songs of, song. of that year whenever it came out, twenty sixteen or something like that. Um, definitely. So yeah, like I think I'm just saying it gives it gave Future like both are great. It gave Future an opportunity to focus on either side of it, and mm-hmm. I think that's maybe something Drake struggles with. Um, is like really, really having a voice that he wants to capture, um, and, and sticking to that. Um, 
But yeah, okay, so those are the three songs. Certified Lover Boy. Uh, what's, uh, what's your final thoughts? Um, well, maybe I'll, I'll just give, give my rating. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will give this album uh, seven CN Towers out of ten. Um, I think with all Drake's music, if it's on in the background, it sounds great over a nice dinner conversation, maybe yeah. with a glass of uh, white wine and some sharp cheddar. Um, <laughs> for me, it's it's not the kind of thing that I'm I'm really interested in diving deep on, giving like thorough listens through, because there's just mm. nothing there to latch on to uh, for me. Um, but like I said, I, it, it's still musically, it's still, uh, you know, can set a vibe as Drake does. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Hunter, what are your thoughts? I think at the end of the day, you know, there's a couple bangers on it, um, but I think it's very safe. Um, and I can't really get out of the head of, him really taking the personal attacks by Kanye and Pusha T and essentially complaining about them for like four songs. Uh, Yeah, I think a lot of it's pretty forgettable um, with the excuse of a couple tracks. But for me, I would give this a a 4.5 out of 10. Streetcars in Toronto. That's me. Four and a half streetcars. The classic half streetcar that we all... The half streetcar that we have, have you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I... Look, my, my final thoughts are this. Um, I think we've talked about the things that we like about the album earlier on in the show. I think there's some good beats for sure. I think there are a couple of songs that I'm going to come back to. I really do genuinely love the song Pipe Down. I think it's, like, great production. I think, like, Drake's, like, kind of, like, sing rapping, like, sounds good on it. Um, But for me, I think it's, like, it's, like, looking through Mist, the album. It's, like, all one note. It's super, like, hazy and, like, unclear, the vision. Um, And... I, at the end of the day, feel like I got probably no Drake bangers that, like, when I when it's all said and done and he puts out, like, a Greatest Hits album, I'm, there's not a single song on this album that I'm like, this isn't on here? Do you know what I mean? Right, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, there's not a single one of those. Um, and, this is, and this is nothing... I haven't even said anything yet about, like, fucking girls want girls which is an abomination of a song it's so fucking bad the lesbian line is so tone deaf and so fucking stupid um like the lows of this album are so defined (laughs) yeah a song like that like even little baby couldn't fucking save that song um (laughs) and he pretty much makes everything sound good so like the it's just bad (laughs) like it was bad um and yeah, so I guess it's like, for me, if, if I'm putting, if I'm stacking it up with all the other Drake albums that have come out so far and, and like, you know, like, a, like mixtapes that have been treated as albums and whatnot, this is probably my least favorite Drake album I've wow. ever listened to. Um, and it's because, yeah, I feel like 
there's nothing I'm going to miss if it never existed. And the, the thing is, is like, it was supposed to come out in January and it got pushed back because like he had like an MCL injury or something like that. And then it got kind of delayed again because of this whole beef with Kanye. And I can't help but thinking, I can't help but think just like, why? Like, what did you do over the nine months that you had when it didn't drop? Because if you were doing something over the nine months, it doesn't show. <laughs> like, it looks, yeah. it looks like this is a fucking half-baked project that, yeah, just it lacks clarity. So... I'm just, yeah, for me, I'm just kind of like, man, that's a bummer. Like, we should have just gotten January, and then, you know, we can move on. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. That's my thoughts on it, I guess. Uh, and the rating I'll give is... Uh, I'll do a... Oof, probably, like, a 5 O out of... OVOs out of 10. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, five wow. OOOOs out of, uh, out of 10. That sounds so, like zeros. Yeah, <laughs> it does. does that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that. Um, now, like, I don't know. Should we just like waltz right into the discussion of. Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. Um, I think what I want to do is. Because uh, I actually don't really know too much about the beef. And I think uh, the beef between Kanye and Drake was a defining factor in the mm-hmm. rollout of both albums and yeah, the, yeah. In, the, in the some of the themes of both albums. And so I want to ask you guys if you can fill me in, if you know anything beyond the Pusha T kind of outing Drake having a, a secret child, uh, where Kanye kind of fits in, just any details that you know about the beef. I think, um, and maybe Lee, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I was watching a video where he's uh, Drake is talking with LeBron and uh, another person, and it was where Kanye was doing sessions for something called the Wyoming Sessions. So Drake yeah, came Yeah, that was out- the... Um, yeah, those were the sessions for Ye and Kids. Yeah, and, and then I think, and then I think like uh, Drake was, you know, trying to work with Kanye, and they were collaborating for a bit. But then I think Con, and as and as I kind of remember it, Kanye releases a song without kind of like Drake's approval, and then I think that starts off the beef. Um, and Drake, I think, felt a little betrayed by that. And then that kind of went into a slew of, like, Kanye doing, like, you know, some childish things. Um, you know, like, giving Drake's address. Um, you know, and chirping him on Twitter and all this stuff. And then that goes back and forth with, of course, the songs, um, or the, or like, you know, the beef songs coming out. I don't really know where Pusha comes into this. Um... Lee, yeah. if you wanted to, do you know where I guess Pusha comes in? Yeah, so there's like multiple timelines of like this beef. Yeah, laid it's been going out on like, for a long damn time. Yeah, laid out all over different sites and shit like that. I think the the thing that so if we're gonna go like way way back, there's like interviews where Drake has like talked like kind of like explicitly 
about how Kanye is the reason he makes music. Yes, yeah. Um, and just like his like admiration for him um, and like how his sound is like crafted after him. Um, Which is like so, rightly so. It's like, oh yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like you, like 808s and heartbreak is just so, so clearly like the, the blueprint. The precursor. Yeah. Drake did. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I think like that's the first thing to maybe remember is that like, I think Drake like really, really like loved Kanye and, and like, I think to a certain extent probably still, Oh, still does has, like an yeah. admiration for him and stuff. Um, so like there's been, I think just like the, the bubbling came into the fold where, um, Kanye was gonna produce a song for Drake, I think. So he made a beat, um, and then he ended up just pulling it, pulling the plug on it, and taking it for himself and releasing it himself. And that song turned out to be Lift Yourself. Um, yes. Yeah, poopity whoop, poopity scoop poop. Um, and banger like it really is it's so good <laughs> um but uh but yeah so like he pulled that and kind of made a mockery of it right with the whoopity scoop poop um and like i think drake took that as like a like shot as like i would rather just say poop on a song than like you know let you have or something along those lines that's where i think like the miscommunication happened and then Drake says this shit about push, um, and you know that's good music's president. Um, so <laughs> Kanye Kanye's allegiance to push is clear. Um, yep. And I think push push's initial beef with Drake was was surrounding the ghostwriter type stuff because push made a comment on that. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, I think number numbers on the board is maybe the track where you did that. I can't remember now, but around that same time when the ghostwriting stuff happened. So there was always kind of like a, a contentiousness with like, uh, um, with push and Drake from that. And then it just kind of bubbled over with Kanye's lift yourself thing. And, uh, then Drake, you know, like tried to diss push and then push was like, well, I can do this a whole lot better than you. Um, and story of Adidon happened. So, um, the other, the thing about how Kanye is tied in with this is push also makes like a, takes a jab at, um, uh, Drake on Daytona, which also came from the Wyoming sessions. Um, Mm -hmm. and that was on infrared, I think, uh, we're basically like, that's how, yeah, that's how that kind of reignited it. We're basically push like calls Drake out and was like, you're a ghostwriter. You have ghostwriters or whatever. And then, you know, from there. Is it the Duppy freestyle that Drake comes back, claps I th- back? Is with? it the Duppy one? Yeah, yeah. I think it might be the Duppy freestyle. That's where he, he takes more shots at, yeah. uh, at Pusha. Yeah. So. So this beef is. And this beef is. It's kind of like Kanye uh, by proxy. With push, yeah, yeah, so it, push it was it was mostly push and Drake, but then obviously Kanye produced all of Daytona. He appears right. on Daytona, 
Um, Pusha T is kind of like a protege of Kanye, so. Totally. And uh, so, like, the connection is clear. And then it just, like, over the years has, like, spilled into that. I honestly thought, like, there was a there was a piece of me that thought, you know, this, uh, this beef was, like, just for show. Like, up, like, recently. Yeah. Like, I was yeah. like, oh, like, Donda's going to drop and, like, Drake's going to be on it. Right. Um, is, is like a, like, I remember thinking like, yeah, like that's, that's going to be the case. Like this beef is stupid, um, because it is fucking stupid. And like the only, like the only, like, if I'm being honest, like real, like genuine, like, oh shit, like moment that's occurred throughout this whole beef has been the story of Adidon. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's that, it's that devastating to like, just. Yeah, totally, totally. Like Kanye hasn't put out like a diss track, per se. Like I know Life of the Party would be kind of like the closest thing, but that's not officially out. Like Drake put that out on whatever radio yeah. station. Isn't he's, that ironic? He's on. Drake put out the only diss track that Kanye has <coughs> ever done of Drake. Yeah, and it's fire. I was like, ooh, this is a bad call, man. Um, you, yeah. uh, that, Which like, actually, so to be honest, it, running that, around. When, when I heard that Drake leaked that, because I had the same thought, Lee, that this was all about publicity. Because, yeah. um, like, what really could these billionaires be so mad at each other about? Yeah, why would, yeah, why are they, yeah. Um, and then when, 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 when Drake leaked this track, it just really made me feel that that must be the case, that this is all sort of a ploy, sort of like the Beyonce Jay-Z, like airing their laundry out for the world. Totally. Like it was all sort of like it kind of had a very markety vibe to it. Totally. Um, and that's how I feel about this at this point is like Drake's, you know, a quarter of his album or something is is about this beef. You know, Kanye's yeah. whole rollout seemed to be sort of strangely dictated by what was going on between, Drake was between him drop. and Drake. And that yeah. generated millions of dollars in revenue. Yeah. Um, so I'm still not entirely convinced that this is even real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. It just seems to me like... Like, okay. Yeah, sure. The, the, the push exposing that you had a kid and like doing it as brutally as he did. Um, and obviously there's the, there's the way out of pocket line about like, um, his friend and producer having uh, MLS. um, Yeah. MLS. Yeah. Um, which is fair as well. So that's fair to critique, fair to be upset about. But at this point, you're now three years removed from that and you have a kid, dude. (laughs) Like you've got this, like baby boy what what does maintaining that beef to like this level serve you at this point do you know what i mean because yeah. now this this poor kid's life is entirely mm. entangled mm. with yeah it's that all beef yeah. and it's like it didn't have to be like that could have been like a oh that was a fucked up moment and then you move on and you can be like so proud and like really own it and like be like a, a good parent and like openly be a good parent, like show that like people would rally behind that. Oh yeah. And you're not like, you're not doing that. Like, uh, so it's just, yeah, it's just like a, a weird, 
continued thing. It's like you're making it worse by caring as much as you are. Well, let me right. ask you this now. Do you do you think Kanye will respond at all? Should Kanye respond at all? I hope do he drops think- Life of the Party. That song is slapped so yeah. hard. Like, Andre 3000 on a Kanye beat? Like, let's go. I'm <laughs> all true, for man. it. I'm all for it. Or do you think it. maybe that, or would it be if Drake, because he because Kim and Cuddy are, 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 like, he has Cuddy on a track, right? So yeah. they squash their beef. And Scott, and Scott Scott's would you think well. would, uh, would you think it would be better for Drake to break bread again with maybe perhaps Kanye, perhaps Pusha T, probably not Pusha T ever, considering um, the harsh yeah. lines. Yeah. Uh, I think that's, like, that's probably. Do you not think that's at all time. possible, or do you think it's just it's just going to kind of be a fight fire with fire where Drake? Because I the way I see it is like Drake. Like think about I think about how many times does Kanye call out. Uh, Drake on Donda, perhaps twice, like not like twice, and yeah. then Drake has like four to five songs of him being really upset yeah. about about the Kanye stuff. So clearly, to me, it's like, well, Kanye's won then. Yeah, unofficially, you know what I mean? Me, okay, so for me, in my personal opinion, and like you know, I I love the grand like spectacle of like the beef and all that sort of shit. But mm-hmm. if I'm being honest, I fucking hate this beef. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so boring and lame. And like, in my opinion, like the world is better off. The both artists, both Kanye and Drake, are better off. Like everyone benefits from them working together. Everyone yeah. benefits. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Kanye has what Drake needs, which is right? a producer, a producer. <laughs> that's gonna <laughs> like make you sound your absolute best because Drake Drake desperately needs that right now clearly um, given CLB and Kanye needs someone in Drake that's like a peer who's gonna like push him to like be at his absolute most refined best right because mm-hmm. like that's like, it, it's similar with like Kid See Ghost like I don't think Kid Cudi's a peer to Kanye but I think he's probably the closest thing that we've seen uh, to like working with a peer um, in a long time, probably since Watch the Throne. And it, like, we got like the best, I think, Kanye out of that. We got the best product that we could have asked for out of that, out of that uh, album. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I, it, and like, there was a whole album that they teased back in the day. It was like Abu Dhabi is like in Calabasas now, or some random billboard shit that was in LA, like that. And it had like the OVO owl on it and Kanye's uh, like good music like angel logo right. on it and that would have been so sick like that would have been incredible like we, we we haven't seen a hip-hop collaboration like that since watch the throne and watch the throne shut down the world <laughs> like like yeah there's like multiple songs on that album that continue to play in clubs um continue to play in bars and like get people going get the people going and uh <laughs> it's like yeah, like it, it, it's because it's monumentous. Like that shit doesn't happen. Um, so I guess what it comes down to for me, do, do I think they're going to make up? Yes, I think they're going to make up. I think it's a stupid fucking beef. I think they're going to realize their stars shine brighter when they're on the same page, on, on the same side. Um, and also with, like from Drake's perspective, especially, it's like, man, like there's tons of tons of shit that you've said, like just in awe of Kanye. Mm, that is like yeah. out there on record. So like, how? What can you say? 
right? Like mm-hmm. if, if we're mm-hmm. really beefing, what can you say? Like you idolize the guy. Like you've said it a million times. So it's like, I don't know. How much can you genuinely? Right. Yeah, I read fan? somewhere that Kanye once said that he fathered Drake by releasing <laughs> 808s and Heartbreak. Yeah. <laughs> which is like so disrespectful like true, but though but like accurate. true yeah and so i i can't help but wonder if there's some sort of freudian type uh like if this is like a hamlet type of narrative for drake yeah well you do know, you think this like is a publicity stunt King. jake do you think it's all it's all publicity based kind of like like who can stir the pot for the drama i mean i'm not sure but from what I understand about Kanye's whole strategy over the last, you know, three to five years is that everything he's done has been about publicity, good or bad. Um, I read an interview a while ago with, um, it might have actually been Rick Ross, but I, yeah, okay. where, uh, I'm pretty sure it was Rick Ross, where he calls uh, Kanye a genius media manipulator. Yeah. And that in conversations, Kanye was like, yeah, no, I'm running for president for the controversy. Mm-hmm. Like I might, well, tomorrow even, I might tweet, um, I don't want to be president anymore just <laughs> to stir up more controversy. Well, because he, he realizes like he even, uh, press is press. Yeah. He even had like a whole state, I can't remember with who it was who it was with now. Ah, it's going to bug me. But um, where he basically said like the whole like mega hat thing. Was just one big, one big stunt, one big stunt, and like the reason he did it was like that was the only way um, Donald Trump was gonna like listen or something. Sit down and talk about it was prison reform. It was a way, exactly. It was a way to like get him get in the same room and like actually like be be peers sort of thing. Which 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 to to me is take that for what it is. Yeah, that's a bit different even than than just straight publicity because that's about you know like a weird fucked up form of direct action um, where he's kind of going undercover in service of, you know, social justice and human rights. Way easy, way easy to say now. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Like past it, like in the moment he did a lot of damage. still. like, like obviously like he did, like the, the, what you're saying, like, and what he's saying is like the, the point was to do a lot of good, but like that whole, like, Slavery is a choice. Seeing Kanye in a mega hat, like that, hurt a lot of people. Yeah, right? like there would have been a better way. I'm sure there's a another way that he could have uh, gotten the same result in a yeah. way that didn't, you know, totally upend people's kind of image of him and also cause actual harm. So much harm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But you're right, though, what Jake was saying, because, I mean, look at, well, look at the, the Donda release shows, right? Be, again, being controversial, having, yep. you know, having Kim out, like, are they back together? I mean, they were at the Met Gala together, so there's yep. that there's that thing of, like, are they are they even having a divorce? Maybe they back out of that. Mm-hmm. But also, again, with the controversial guests, like, Manson's there. Yep. Of course. Like, it makes sense now, like, doing it for the publicity, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, messed up, but. That's what he does, right? And what a mm-hmm. horrifying mm-hmm. choice that was. Um, yeah, that was fucked up, dude. Yeah, if I'm to draw any sort of comparison between the two artists, these two projects, um, I think that Donda 
is is kind of like in opposition to Certified Lover Boy in that a hundred percent. In that there's almost no discernible um, concept to Certified Lover Boy. It's just, hey, remember Drake? Here he is again. Um, yeah. Versus Donda is like so fraught um, and so conceptual. Uh, it uh, it's like. Uh, you know, treading into dangerous and problematic territory for the sake of whatever and whether you agree with, you know, his ideas or not, it's it's so per like these are such personal ideas to Kanye. We really get a good look at who Kanye is, you know, on on that album versus Certified Lover Boy. You don't at all. There's no, there's not yeah. really much to it. What do you guys think about length in terms of both of them? Because both of them They're are about too long. Freaking long. They're yeah. about too long. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I miss the Kanye. Well, maybe I don't miss because I, I do love some of his longer albums from the past, but I do really miss like the 10 track, like Kanye. You know, like mm-hmm, fucking mm-hmm. Yeezus, perfect length. It's a perfect length yeah. album yeah. for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, then there's also like, you know, my beautiful Tark Twisted Fantasy is like a longer album. Like Life of Pablo is definitely long. It's like 22 songs or something. So like, yeah, like even Late Registration, College Dropout, they're both like in the 20s as well. So these are, this isn't new for Kanye. And then Drake, same thing. Like he, he's got such a terrible time editing down. Like there's so many songs on Drake albums, like on Scorpion, on Views, that just are repeats they don't need to exist. Just take your favorite yep. of, of the th- three songs that sound exactly the same. Pick your favorite one. We don't need all three of them. Right. Um, right. And yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of where, where it's at with, I think both of them at this point, like Donda, like I said, like I made a Donda playlist, like the day after I listened to Donda in full, and I just like cut out the five songs that I'm like, I'd never need to hear these again. And I'd be okay. Uh, and like all the, all the part twos, I just replaced the part ones because <laughs> it's like, you know, yeah. aside from, aside that's, from jail that's, too. That, you know, and it's I, like, I, that's the play. Like I've been listening to your playlist rather than the actual Donda. Cause I prefer Donda. Yeah. 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 Like I just think, well, first of all, <laughs> told you Kanye. Um, second of all, uh, yeah, I just think it, it, it's something that both of these artists need is uh, to, to edit. I think Kanye's comes from a, a place of, maybe being so creative that he just wants to involve everything. And I think Drake and CLB, I hate to say it, it comes off as like not having enough. So he just keep kept trying, mm, yeah, <laughs> which sounds yeah. terrible. Um, but yeah, I, I really want to go back to what you said, Jake, because I think it's exactly right there. These albums are antithesis of each other. Like they're polar opposites in almost every fucking way. Like, Kanye's rapping on Donda sounds like so urgent and like in lots of cases like heartbreaking and like Mm -hmm. you think of a song like come to come to life Mm -hmm. and I don't know if Drake's ever released anything like come to life in terms of like the vulnerability or in, in terms of like actually getting a glimpse into like what he's feeling and like it's kind of funny because he's like he's like mentioned as or as like um considered to be like this like emotional 
like rapper like oh i'm like he's like the emotional like singer rapper and it's like yeah but like he never actually fucking talks there's no, about anything yeah there's no there's no vulnerability that i see yeah it's like the him. only emotions is like i'm sad because i can't fuck you yeah and it's like <laughs> yeah i drunk texted you i'm <laughs> sad yeah what are you talking about man well like, and also i really liked what jake said because the albums is kind of like well kanye is talking about like maybe things towards the future you know talking about and then relationships with his family so he's looking towards yeah. maybe themes of the future and of course his religion and then you took you take a look at drake and drake's kind of like here's me right now here's the drama here's me in the moment and that's it yeah here's me trying to be hard no <laughs> well it's like that so. meme uh, that was circulating i know i sent it to to you jake i think i don't know weeks ago now but where it was like uh it's like kanye west and it's like um like the like this paragraph that basically says like the crippling like emotions that still remain from my mother's passing have like drastically changed my trajectory over the last like decade of my life blah 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 like this whole spiel and then it just says drake and it's like i'm friends with kevin durant like, that's <laughs> yeah. it it's like that's what? that's essentially yeah. like the two that's like yeah. and it's like that's a taste it. level there. it's a taste that's, level yeah yeah that's it right totally there. totally and i don't know somehow to me um drake comes across as and i this is inexplicable i, I can't explain why i feel this way um but uh drake comes across as like more self-obsessed than Kanye. yeah, yeah. i know it's fucking mm-hmm. weird yeah. i agree with that I agree with that because at least with Kanye, it feels like completely genuine because you you know whatever he's like whatever's in front of him in that moment, he's putting a hundred percent of whatever that is, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. And like maybe it's also like my own like bias of being like I do genuinely think this person's a genius, whereas I don't think that about Drake, right? Right. But but with Drake, yeah, there's just this thing of like there's like a narcissism. That, like, I don't necessarily think of Kanye as, like, a narcissist. Maybe I should. But, like, I do think, like, that about Drake. And I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I'm not I think, sure. I think I, maybe I, I it's, it's that one is a genius and the other one isn't. Like, they're both yeah. narcissists, just one. Yeah, that's true. I think, <laughs> I think that's how the, the nail on the one head fulfills, One fulfills it. Yeah. Yeah. Both yeah. controversial albums. <laughs> yeah. Well... So I guess, yeah, just to kind of wrap up this thing too with my my thought on it is like um, I think Donda so clearly, so clearly dominates. We put up a poll on our um, Instagram and the folks agreed with us. Uh, I think the final final numbers came down to 87% of the people voting said Donda. Wow. Um, We had two people who said... Um, who said certified lover boy, I think. Yeah. So who are they? Let's hear names on air. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what's Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, might have to edit and post here. Um, one of them is Nick Ferrio. Oh, no. Yeah. Nicky. <laughs> Our boy. Nick Ferrio. Hey, man, come on the show, please. Um, but uh, There it is. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so Nick Ferry, and hey, maybe he's just supporting the local. Um, Nick, but, come on uh, the show and explain yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, two two voters, 87% said uh, Donda. So I guess, yeah, 
I, I'm I'm with you guys. The eighty seven percenters out there, I'm with you guys. I'm I'm firmly firmly in that camp. I think it's and if I'm being honest, I think it's like not even fucking close. Like mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. I w- I wish it was. I wish it was so much closer. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's, it's fucking not. not for me. Wow. It's, yeah. Like it's yeah. a it's a s- absolute slamming. It's a bash. And I'm like you. Like I'm I'm like I wanted it to be closer. I wanted like totally. to be a feud of you know what it is. Right. We get two two great hip hop albums in the span of like a fucking week. Like let's go. That's amazing. Like you, yeah. And I we might talk about this album later in another show down the line. So I don't want to like go too crazy into this. But like melodic blue baby keem smashes. See, so oh, much better. So much yeah, better. So much better. And I was like, uh, like, uh, uh, yeah. So, and we're not trying to, like, I'm not trying to pit artists against each other all the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously, yeah. this the discussion of this comes from, like, the beef itself and stuff like that. But, yeah, I was just really let down. And I think something that you said, Hunter, like, Donda, every listen, I like it more. Um, so maybe, maybe I got to keep doing that with Drake. I, I've tried, <laughs> hasn't worked yet. <laughs> like um, I want to like it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's one of those things yeah. where it's like Donda to me, I, I guess last note for Donda is like, I think of the range of songs, you know, like, uh, like, you know, going back to come to light versus jail and like come to life to me has so much space. There's so much space for, you know, it opens with that like swelling kind of, uh, sound as opposed to maybe Drake songs where it's like, okay, average beat. Uh, people, people rap, and that's it, and that yeah. and it feels kind of the same all the way, except for the interlude, which to me is my favorite part off the Drake album. <laughs> but yeah. uh, which apparently you know, he does, of, he he does have a writing credit. For oh, some does of the yeah. lyrics on uh, well, there you what's go. it? Yeba's heartbreak or Yeba's whatever heartbreak. Called? Yep, yeah. yep. So there you go. Well, him and the cutting track's good too, but yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, do we have an ad read? Uh, not today. Ad-less. That's yeah. better. Going ad-less today. People don't want to hear ads. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Gross. Unless it's for Koa. Yeah. Or, or Hunter's dad. Or, or my dad's book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I do actually really want a copy of that book. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I keep saying yeah, but we never get a copy. Well, you can get it. Do you want it? Do you want? Do you want like yeah, a? Yeah, man. Do you want a solid <laughs> copy? Because I can, I can ship those out to you guys. Yeah. Hard, hardcover, preferred. Like hardcover. Okay. I want a signed well, then, like, copy. Yeah. You want a signed copy? Done. Signed, okay. You know what? Cover. Nope. We have evidence now. I'm gonna to Lee in there. <laughs> I will yeah, write yeah, that, yeah. and I will have those shipped to. Uh, to get him to sign it, and get him to to let us know in the autograph which album he preferred. Yeah. That okay, and a rating preferred. Yeah. Donda or Certified Lover Boy. Yeah. Uh, let's see what he says. That'd be great. But yes, Thanks. I will. You know what? There we go. Two copies for the boys <laughs> on uh, Surfing Sonic. Awesome. Uh, okay, well, in that case, I think it's time, you guys. Oh? Time for the moment that everyone's been waiting for. Maybe you thought oh, that the moment man. everybody was waiting for was our take on donda versus clb you maybe Mm. thought that was the end of the episode you maybe thought that um but really we're just getting started oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. because now it's time oh yeah for the moment that is (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah combat rock yeah, nice. There we go. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Oh, this is the yes. segment 
this is the segment where yeah. two hosts go head to head, not too dissimilarly from a Drake versus Kanye, right. to battle it out for dominance on the Servant Sonic podcast. Uh, we choose one song each. You, the listener, gets to hear a 30-second clip of that song. And you decide which the better pick is by voting on Twitter or Instagram at Servant Sonic. This week, I'm pretty sure it's me versus Lee. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, right. Uh... Hunter, I, I smashed you. I'm so sad, sorry. Sad. Yeah, I smashed you. Bone slim, baby. Bone slim. I wasn't baby. thinking bone slim would have done it, but I got I got slimmed. I Look. got bone slim. Yeah, you got absolutely boned. Bone. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that uh, that gives me two wins, which means I'm the first of two wins in our second season. So the tally right now is two one one. Oh God. Yeah. So I only need three more wins to make you guys do something weird. Uh, on camera, so there you go. Well, that's not gonna happen. Not if I have anything to say. To you say dumb about Jake. It. Right. Um, but why don't you go first, Lee? Um, I have your song cued, so I need you to go. First. Okay, in that case, um, guys, <laughs> folks, uh, listener at home, we today I have chosen for you a really cool piece of music. Uh, it is off the uh, latest release from one Sir Paul McCartney. That's right, mm. of the Beatles. Uh, this is a uh, remix off of uh, Paul McCartney 3, uh, reimagined. Uh, it is Deep Down, the Blood Orange remix. Let's go. about 30 right there boom so neat i like that (laughs) neat enough to win oh (laughs) so you think yeah you know i love the beatles um i can't get no satisfaction i love the beatles man i love the beatles no don't do that no yeah yeah yeah. yeah, that's one of the really good ones. Yeah. 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 Run to the hills. I fucking love the Beatles, man. Let's creak bop. There you go. Yeah. I I just love the goddamn Beatles, man. And uh, so I'm so happy that you brought that for all the boomer listeners that we have. But... Jake, uh, what I'm going to be playing is something that has a little bit more soul, a little bit more jig, a little bit more vibe. This is wow, Duran more Jones soul than the Beatles. Yeah, yeah, I know <laughs> the kings of soul. That's what they always said. <laughs> um, the this is Duran Jones and uh, the implications. This song is called "With You." I don't really know anything about them. A friend showed me the song, and it just goes extremely hard. So I hope you guys enjoy. 
Feel the funk. Feel the funk. Yeah, it slaps. Yeah. Gotta say. Yeah. It's a tough choice. Well, I wouldn't uh, want to make it. There you go. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tough choice. <laughs> tough, tough choice. Um, yeah. Guys, do we have any closing notes? I think for myself, what I, what I want to say in closing for this episode is out there in the world, you know, there are a lot of things that we can beef about. Mm. politics culture relationships mm. Mm. you know mm. 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 people find anything to beef about and i want to call upon us the the host of servant sonic as well as the listener out there mm. to maybe every once in a while think about setting aside those beefs and really coming mm. together with your fellow man like the beatles song uh come back to me um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Baby, come back. Yeah. You can bet it all on me. Yeah. Is that a Rickroll? Was that a Rickroll? John just sounds so good on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby, come yeah. back. Um, ding, ding. Yeah. Exactly. So that's what I'll say, guys. My, Let's. My note. Get, my notes on beef is similar. I would say mm. beef. I've always found is better um served hot (laughs) (laughs) and let's be honest this beef's not hot this beef's not hot this beef's not hot it's it's stale it's a stale beef it's stale it's been Um, microwaved too many times and uh, another thing about beef that i've always found is that when i eat too much of it or if I eat even a little bit of it, I have explosive diarrhea. Yeah. Yeah. So um, consider As somebody that, that maybe, lived with you. I, I can. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe we can maybe we can not do beefs and instead we'll do like a lean chicken. Nice. You know. Yeah. Lean chicken breasts. Hey, even Let, better. Let's get um, beyond beef. Like an eggplant. Yeah. Exactly. That's it. <laughs> exactly. Some tofu. Uh, my my closing remark is um, I like my beef uh, salted with some pepper and salt, um, mm. maybe with an au jus of a red wine um, oh. served maybe in a in a in a nice penne pasta. Lovely. Uh, but you know, if uh, if I if you can't do that, then um, feel free to disagree. Uh, it's good to have a healthy amount of uh, arguments slash. Uh, disagreements. Beefs. I'm probably rambling. Beefs. I'm yeah. probably rambling by this point. But a beef, um, beef, a beef, boof, a beef, boof, oh. perhaps of uh, and right. uh, just you know, just enjoy the meal Beth. regardless of the taste. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I think like, that's French for beef. Or boof, yeah, boof is I think French for beef. Yeah, right, Roxanne. A good one. Is that is that correct? Hopefully, if uh, my friend Roxanne, if she she is French Canadian, oh, okay, perfect. Yeah, uh, we can uh, use, I will ask her that input. question. Yeah. yeah, let's get her on. Awesome. All right. 
Um, all right. Well, I think we're closing with uh, last week's winner. Winner, uh, Combat Rock, Let Me Ride, Bone Slim, baby. Buff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 okay. Uh, 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 uh. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah. Just, just let me ride, let me ride, let me ride, let me ride, let me ride. Let me ride. Just, just let me ride, let me ride, let me ride, let me ride, let me ride. Let me ride. Just, just let me ride, let me ride, let me ride, let me ride. Blaze up my face, go take my knowing Race to the place that I blaze nights knowing Making the rave go late night growing The stage I create, I go ride on by With my mates on the place That's the fence, that's the temps, that's the frame But the space is your pack getting lapped That's the track, that's the race Maybe we could ride to this One time we'll do Super lightning quick Maybe we could ride the ship Talk the vibes to this Get high and mix Maybe you could Let me ride, let me ride 